Welcome to the Houdini RC Heli Podcast. Today's date is 1-12-2023, and the episode is 38. See, I did mess it up. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can say it over again. It doesn't matter. There's so much pressure. <laughs> <laughs> it's horrible. I feel like I'm on stage. Wow. Stage fright. Killing me to have to do this live now. Oh, it's not live. It's still Memorex. It's, 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 <laughs> it feels like live, though. Damn it. I've tried so hard. It took everything I could. This is not bust out live. <laughs> yeah, a little out of order on that. Today is the 12th. Uh, what is it? Like Thursday afternoon-ish? We'll call it. We'll call it afternoon. Yeah. Missed last week record date. So we'll see if we can get this out before we can get back on track soon or something. But yeah, everybody's here except for Kenny. No Kenny. <laughs> Does that mean he gets a uh, no fly for this episode? Yeah. All his previous flights don't count? I don't know. He's been busy working on something, I think. Yeah, it's a little different on my audio this time because I'm using a Plantronics and I can't hear myself, which is really weird for some reason. Instead of my microphone because I got to work on barbecue and doing stuff. But Life for me has been like really good lately, but then the dog got sick last night and i had to leave work to go home because my wife took the dog to the er vet which is never cheap so uh no more helicopters for me for a while <laughs> at least for a little bit we got the dog back this afternoon so everything's better but she's really old and it's about that time so my wife has been crying all day and trying to keep her happy and running around and this and that so it was really, really good. Uh, if you know, you know. If you don't know, ask me, and I'll tell you a really good story. But other than that, I've been doing okay. How's everybody else been? Been good, man. Yeah, I've been doing okay. Having finally got somebody hired, taking about five hours a day of just pure crap off my shoulders, which makes the other... 20 hours of stuff that I try to cram in a 14 hour day, a whole lot easier. So that means you're not surfing the web all day now? Oh, yeah. Or are you back to surfing the web? I wish. Stealing old ladies' money, buying horses and shit. Here lately, it's like, how many times a day do I need to go to Turbine Solution and see if I see anything other than processing on the order? No, that's right. <laughs> well, somebody else can go first for shits and giggles. I got a little much on my plate and flipping barbecue right now. So hopefully the audio works. I'll go. Kind of got a little flame built back up and two good flying weekends in a row. Start off the year right flying on, a, on January 1st and kind of remembering. I've always known what I love about this hobby and changing a couple of fields around and 
joining a couple of different clubs and going to some place that I hadn't been in years that yeah, it, it kind of rekindled a, a flame that was never out, but just maybe smoldering, you know, getting to fly New Year's Day with you and Carrie and Mark CC and then, you know, last weekend. So since we've recorded, how long has it been now? Three weeks since we recorded? Yeah, a little bit under that, I think, or something. Because we were going to do it Sunday, but decided to play all day. Yeah, so I have a full flight cart. So I have been to the field every week since the last time we recorded, and I hadn't been able to say that in a while. I don't know if I've ever been able to say that. <laughs> well, yeah. But no, everything's been good. Got the rescue dog. She's doing great. Things are not turned around at work, but at least we're not going downhill. We feel like I'm going back in the right direction again. And for the first time in a in a little while, I kind of feel like I I have forward momentum on more than one front going in the right direction. And it's the twelfth of the month, right? That's what we agreed on. Is it? Think that's the day. I have not bought a helicopter yet this year. I, I, so far, I'm keeping true to my work. Okay. <laughs> we'll just make it a New Year's resolutions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I like goals better. I like both of those. You know, goals are meant to be broken. So is marriages, but nobody says that. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Try so hard. Uh, I'm pretty sure that there ain't but two people that's on this right now that's uh that's married. Me and Carrie wow. get a free pass. We know we know better. Well <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm dumb and young and hung. No. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know. But no, I mean, for me, that's that's kind of what's been going on. Just uh, working. I've been flying. I have not been simming like I should, but working flying, man. That's good. Yeah, y'all been pretty busy with the flying. That's that's kind of amazing y'all done something outside of events. Oh, yeah. God, he just throws rocks. Well, y'all keep saying y'all don't fly, but in events. So y'all are doing great. That's true. Uh, well, you you must be doing something because from what we were kind of talking about, Terry, and I, you know, I think it'd be great for you to go next, but it almost seems like you have joined the Richard Spiegel Flight School Academy. Yeah, I've, uh, I'm sticking them in the dirt, letting them take dirt naps. <laughs> <laughs> Not just oopsies, just big ones, cracking frames and stuff like that. Are you done, Mike? Yeah, go ahead, man. Let's have fun. Let's, let's yeah. go. Yeah, I'm sorry I didn't get to make the New Year's Eve deal, but I had to break down band equipment because we played that night, New Year's Eve night. And oh, yeah. We didn't get out of there until 1 o'clock. And, and then uh, we were supposed to break down and pack up that night, but they said, hey, can we just do this tomorrow? And That meant you. Meet up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I met up there at one o'clock in the afternoon and it, man, I was like, oh man, it's too pretty to be here. And 
Well, I ended up rolling cords, packing speakers, tearing it all down, loading it in the trailer. It was it was a enjoyable time. Not <laughs> uh, I don't miss it anyway. That part of it. Well, we missed you out there, so Yeah, it sounded like you had a great time. Anyway, that's about all I've done personal wise, but I have been I did get to go fly, got to made in the uh raw five eighty. Of course I didn't do a whole lot with it, but man, that thing is stable. Wow. That's all I gotta say about that. <laughs> I I, I flew it Sunday and I showed the guys, I was like, Look, I can hands off right here. It's just stuck there like a rock. How was the build on that? That was your that was your first like boutique heli build, right? Yeah. I've got to say it was uh it's the easiest build I've done. And I do like how everything puts together on it. I was like floored like what like when I built the buddy because the buddy three eighty was the first SAB like in a long time that I built or the first one I actually built from kit. And I was super impressed with the quality of the kit and the layout and where everything was and how everything flowed. I mean, I, I don't follow the manual hundred percent anyway, but I like the flow of the build. Yeah. I didn't follow the manual either to the T I built like uh, the main part of the body. And then I came back and I, I did the tail boom, you know, yeah. in the tail box. And then I put the two halves together. Just chapters. But, in. Yeah. It, it was, it was good. It's easier to store if you don't put the tail boom on until you're done. But yeah, I think Mike does that right. That would be a question, Mike. He must have lost for some. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I lost you. What did you say? He was saying that it sure is nice to not put the boom on until the end of his build. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I think Mike does that all the time. Yeah, when I I build one, I'll build completely build the tail boom done, everything belt going through it, and I hang the belt up on a, on the peg, and until the helicopter is done and it's ready to be set up, I, I don't stick it in. That that's 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 when I put the tail on as I'm ready to set it up. Yeah, that's what I did. I got all that done, and well, I built the main body first, and just kind of left the tail boom, you know, in there. And I put that together and then assembled the two halves. But I've already already had my wiring done and everything else. I usually shrink wrap all my wiring, but uh, this time I didn't because I wasn't positively sure that's the way I wanted to wrap my wires. But I may go back and put shrink wrap on it. When I'm when I do the build, it, you know, I'll go ahead. I'll build the bell and everything just because when I'm sitting out and I have my grease and I'm I, I build the head. Because you know you grease the head and everything. Yeah. Generally, as soon as I get done building the head, I build I build the tail because I got everything sitting right there to, to do the thrust washers and everything. Oh, and yeah. I I kind of do all that at one fell swoop, and then I'll set the tail aside. And like I said, I'll go ahead and stick the belt and everything on the boom, and then I out of the way. But that was that way. I'm not getting in and out of that grease more than once. If that's if that's how I do it. It makes sense. Yeah, uh, the greasing part—that's that's the part I don't like. It, I'm like, 
make sure you don't get any grease where you don't need it. And that's a pain right there sometimes. Yeah, especially if you're using sticky grease or depending on what kind of grease you're using for thrust. For yeah, I used uh, whatever SAB called for, so I just yeah. went ahead and bought all the supplies that they recommended. I wanted to build it right. Richard has some special grease that he, he gave me. I think he gave Kerry. I know he gave Kenny. And I use, uh, uh, what is that, uh, Triflow Synthetic. And I, I get in a big tube, and then I go get like my, my 10cc syringes, and I put the grease in the syringe. It stays in my bag. Then when I get ready to use it, I literally just push it out of the syringe or all the way around on the thrust washers. It keeps you still get it on your fingers, but it's a whole lot easier to control. Well, that makes sense. I might have to try that. What? Oh, putting the grease in a syringe. Yeah, it just makes it easier for for like storing and stuff like that too. Not trying to get completely off subject, but if you go like the tractor supply back in the vet area, uh huh. Get the syringes that doesn't have the safety lock. That way it has the longer nipple, for a lack of better words. Right. And so then you actually, it's just set up. Squish it in, stick it together, you're done. Okay. I'll check that out. Sorry, I didn't mean to side drill you. <laughs> oh, no, no. That's, that's great information. Because uh, usually I... I just pack it with my fingers, and then I have to wipe everything off, and then I stack it on my my driver. And then I try to get it in a hole without getting grease inside the uh, feathering shaft, but I usually always have to go back with some uh, MEK or something inside that feathering shaft and clean the thread again. Oh, yeah. Terry dropping, Terry dropping big words. Hey, uh, other than Terry, uh, $5.00. To either one of you guys that can just instantly tell me what MEK stands for. Spark plug. <laughs> <laughs> Thread cleaner. <laughs> Methyl ethyl ketone. Oh, there you go, baby. <laughs> Come on, yeah. Spiegel. You painted, you painted cars. I figured y'all use that at Samsung. No, I use acetone to clean shit and alcohol. IPA. IPA and water and fluorinant, and that's about it. That was completely stepping in on, on on Terry in very, very short rapid hole. Remember I told you I used to do a airplane paint airplanes at, a, at an airport? Yeah, the big ones. Yeah, so one of the things that you use MEK for, methyl ketone, especially when you're shooting lacquer-based paint and the guns get all screwed up, uh, big bats, that's what you would, that was what you would use to clean the paint guns. Oh, okay. Yeah, works great. Not me. I don't know. Just acetone and IPA. 
Well, anyway, I, I, I tell you what, I've been flying a little M2 after y'all been talking about the uh, micro heli experience. And I guess before, you know, I was so. <laughs> you were scared of crashing. <laughs> yeah, I was scared of crashing. But now that I got the bigger helis, I'm not scared of that thing anymore. <laughs> so I've been flying the snot out of it down below the 20 foot level. As soon as you get used to it, it's not as scary as you think. I know y'all do the inverted limbo at uh, Helly's over Apache Pass, so I've been trying to get that thing down there to almost touching the head button. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> <Nice. laughs> I want to try it this year. Good. Oh, we got we got a new challenger for Ethan. Yeah. yeah. Ethan's going to have to do it upside down in case Simon's listening. Yeah, he No is. more right side up for Ethan. He has to play with the big boys now. Anyway, I guess that's about it. Besides uh, letting it take a dirt nap. <laughs> Next. Well, mine's short. I haven't done anything since our New Year's flight. Really nothing in the hobby till today. I've just been working on my pickup. You know, I developed a massive oil leak on it and ended up having to replace harmonic balancer and everything. I don't know. Yeah. Right now, it looks like it's holding, so we'll still driving it, seeing, make sure everything's good. But other than that, just been working. Nothing wrong with that. Absolutely nothing going on here. <laughs> Sorry, I'm halfway trying to build airplanes and not working out i've honestly been wanting to fly the last two days but the wind's been blowing 30 40 mile an hour oh yeah and at the same time i haven't wanted to drive to my field so all i got is little helis to fly in the yard and just way too windy for them dude the, the deal i ordered for you carrie yeah the i think when i sent it to you it said arrival date somewhere between the 11th and whatever now it says the 23rd Wow. <laughs> it must be truly on a slow boat from China. I did find some more belts, and uh, I ordered them off of eBay, and they're coming out of somewhere in Texas. So that they ought to show up pretty quick. You ought to have enough of them then, because I got you some coming. I hope so. We're talking about the starter belts for the Herobo. Oh. Yeah, I was going to say, we're talking about this and nobody knows what the hell we're talking about. I know it. I know what you're talking about. Mine's short and sweet. <laughs> well, that's good. Yes, I'll go working on 3D print plane. I crashed the other one. It was slightly epic. Not really, but yeah. It's done. So I've been working on getting a new one. Mike invited me up to Waco. Was that two weeks ago? Two weeks ago, yeah. Yeah. So Mike and I went to Waco, put in some flights. It was like a shit ton of turbines up there. It was like 10 or 15 or something like that, it seemed like. Yeah, much. And they weren't being shy with them either. No, they were back-to-back-to-back flying, which is cool. It wasn't a big deal. We got our flights in, had a good time. It's a beautiful field. Uh, Can't wait to go back. Was that lady flying her turban? Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. She was there. 
Yeah, they had, the day I went up there, she was flying. Uh, it was a green and black one, I believe. Yeah, it was the same one. Yeah. So yeah, we went up there, put in some flights. Nothing crazy. Last weekend we went out to Arca, which is a local field here. And I flew the goose guy like a hundred times. It felt like, but I screwed up and. The first flight of the day, I, I lost it in, in the sun. It was early morning with the sun on my right side, and I, I lost it in the sun and crashed it. Throughout the day, I kept crashing again, but it kept browning out on me, kind of. I don't know if it was brown out, but I would lose the tail, and as soon as I would lose the tail, I would lose the head, and it would, like, crash. So I crashed a bunch on that and then thought it was the receiver. So I came home and put a new receiver in it. I put a uh, spectrum in it and went out and flew it and did the exact same thing. So ordered some more parts from HeliDirect. I'm hoping it's motor because the motor is like 16 bucks at the ESC is like 32. So I just ordered the motor and I'm going to hope it's the motor. We'll see. Is the ESC and the uh, flat bar controller together on that one? They are, but they're separate boards. So you can just buy the board. Oh, okay. The whole thing together is like 120 bucks, which is kind of weird, I guess. And you can buy the case for nine. So if you do math, it's cheaper to buy them individually. Right. I guess. I don't know why. So that's down right now, waiting parts. I can't remember a bunch. So if I'm not mistaken, you went through two tail booms. I know you went through two main shafts, two feathers, spindles. And I couldn't remember what else parts he broke, but I was like, damn, Spiegel. <laughs> yeah, it's really easy to repair. It doesn't take long, especially if you have a table to like just leave all your stuff out. And then I would go fly and crash and I would bring it right back in, set it right back on the table in the middle, grab the same tools and start changing the feather shaft and main shaft out and change the boom out and go back up, charge batteries while you fix it and then just take it back up yeah broke a lot of stuff people ask me what all breaks it's easier to say what i haven't broke i haven't bent the i haven't bent the, any of the aluminum cinema frame stuff i haven't bent the head i haven't bent any of the following arms frames are kind of broken where the screws mount to the esc tray they're kind of ripped out and then they're kind of ripped out of the skids a little bit too not too bad. I have frames coming. I'm going to do a rebuild on it at one point, but right now I'm just going to band-aid it back together and just keep flying it, keep practicing. Yeah, that's what I'm doing with the M2. I, I broke that up, the upper frames right there where the lower frames attach. I see it back together. I don't know if it'll hold or not, but I may take a little 30-minute uh, epoxy or something, paint both sides of that. Yeah, or... Dremel like a little channel for it. Okay. Generally speaking, CA will hold carbon better than epoxy, by the way. Okay. Well, I may not do anything then. You could do like Nelson and drill some little bitty holes and then uh -huh. put some fishing string and or some twine and then CA the twine. <laughs> oh, yeah. When I first met him, that's how his logo was. The frame was literally stitched together with, with zip ties and epoxy and super glue. I was like, huh? Well, most of that was all the lower parts on the logo that cracked on the lower frames, the front frames, 
they're superficial parts. They're not what hold the body. So it's oh yeah, no. It's just like mine. Well, mine kind of matters because it holds the fly barless, but that's there's a whole bunch of other bolts in it too. But at some point I'll rebuild it. Uh I did order the blue canopy, the non uh what the hell? I can't think. The non-raw style ish. Yeah, the non-raw style without the lip. So it's a single, you have to put it on and off every time. I'm gonna see how I like that. The two-piece canopy I like a lot. It's easier to swap batteries really fast when I go to my spot that I fly and I have eight to ten batteries now. I actually need to count them and see how many batteries I have. Um swap them real quick without pulling the canopy. The problem is that when you do crash and you need to like work on stuff, it's a pain in the ass to pull it off. And then, and then you have on the boat, right? Uh, there's two bolts in the back and then two Phillips on the front left and two Phillips on the front, right. And those, those attach to like a canopy tray adapter type thing that, that the power wire goes through and Mm -hmm. those break a lot. That, that front tray breaks and the bolts strip out. So quick question. On your fiberglass canopy that you had, can you replace just the lower section or do you got to buy the whole canopy? Do they sell just the lower part separate? No, you got to buy the whole canopy. Oh, sorry. They're $25 whether you buy the whole canopy two-piece or you buy the whole canopy one-piece. But the one-piece canopy does come with standoffs, so part of why the cost is up a little bit. I mean, they're the same price, but... I don't know. We'll see how I like it. Uh, the two-piece canopy does withstand crashes really well. I want to see how the one-piece canopy holds up. Uh, so I got the blue and black and white one. I mean, your new fiberglass canopy took it pretty well. It just busted the, the jaw, right? Yeah, it just busted the two jaw pieces on the bottom. The top is good. And I'd already fiberglassed them back together. But I did pancake it completely flat on concrete from 20, 30 feet up. And that's part of the reason everything's screwed up on it right now is because I pancake smashed the crap out of it. It's amazing because you did that and you didn't bust a landing gear. I've broken one landing gear. I haven't broken a set of blades. The damn Telfin breaks if you just look at it wrong. So I'm starting to just fly without the Telfin. I mean, you don't need to have a Telfin. We'll see. I'm still flying it. I keep practicing and practicing and practicing. And I think I'm practicing the right stuff now. And I'm hoping I can transition some of this into larger stuff soon. But for now, I'm just having fun flying the crap out of it. If anybody has a crashed one they want to sell, I'll buy it. Especially if it's like missing stuff. I'm looking for a used one. The Goose Guy 4 is coming. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to get it or not. I'm still on the fence. And then OMP came out with theirs now. So we'll talk about that on the news. Other than that, just printing planes and trying to practice stuff. Really what's going on. It's been good, though. It's been real good. Anything else I missed? I didn't really put anything in here. Uh, you got a uh, met old friend, Barry Rux. Yeah. So I'll tell the story real quick. 
the short end of it. So I went to my mom's house to get my heated jacket Monday because I left it there and I love it and need it because it's cold in Texas. <laughs> and I went there just to pick it up and I left. There was a guy that was into painting and an old friend of mine I met when I was really young. And I thought he's been dead for years and years and years. I'd never stopped by there after I like graduated high school because he was already old then. And anyway, I stopped by there just to like knock on the door and the damn guy's still alive. 78 years old, still working, still going on hunting trips and working on cars. It's just crazy. So it's almost like an old buddy of mine came back from dead. <laughs> but yeah, it was a really, really good weekend. So. All right, I gotta say this, and I just dawned on me. Okay, Spiegel, what year did you graduate high school? Ninety-five. Okay, so ninety-five. Let's just call it thirty years. It's not thirty years. So basically, he was fifty years old, under fifty years old, when you graduated high school. <laughs> Does that tell you something here that how they look at you now? I am the old guy now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I'm not gonna go visit. He was really old then. He was forty eight. <laughs> he wasn't forty eight. Okay, maybe he was. I'm trying to build this plane as I'm talking here. That's why I'm halfway distracted and print parts aren't lining up with what they're supposed to. Hey, all, all, all jokes aside, everything, yeah, and I told Spiegel this, and I'll say it. The Him practicing, I watched him fly the goose guy, and, and, and then he flies his uh, Spectre V2. And it was a beautiful flight. It was He was doing things with the 700 that he's been doing with the goose guy. It's just not like a pissed off bumblebee because it's a little bitty gnat's ass buzzing around the sky. Because it feels like it's stuck in the mud with those blades for some reason. Yeah, but no, it was freaking gorgeous. And he was he was doing this one thing in his, and for Spiegel it's probably pretty easy, but he was doing these little half turos and he's literally in the wind going against the wind and he's doing these little half traveling heroes down the runway and i'm like that's freaking awesome looking just don't tell me to do it again <laughs> you're already a a great flyer but doing what you've been doing it it translates very well into the bigger machines i'm i'm just plugging holes up what i'm trying to do i can get the damn funnels down yeah, now we just gotta get you get your pirouette. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting closer, man. Getting closer. Getting really close. It is a completely super hard maneuver for my brain to comprehend and calculate everything really fast. So I'm getting better at though. That is the end goal that I'm trying to learn is pirouetting, hurricane stuff, and a bunch of left pirou stuff because I'm a right pirou guy. But I'm getting there. I'm just keep shoving parts at heli direct. That's all I'm doing. <laughs> this is like 
I have to break a hundred dollars every time. This last time I ordered feather shafts and main shafts again, even though I have like 20 packages, not 20, I've got 10 packages of feather shafts and main shafts, but I'm like, well, I might as well just, if I need to make the end of it, I'll just order those. Cause I know those are going to get broken. So washer sets, everything. I'm just, I need a used one. I need two of them. Hey, Kenny. Is it for sale yet? <laughs> what if I told you that he gave it away? Unless he gave it to me. <laughs> <laughs> that would be bad. <laughs> that would be real bad. Who did he give it away to? Did he really give it away? You're just fucking with me. <laughs> now I'm upset a little bit. <laughs> oh, well. Uh, I told you I have not bought a helicopter yet this year. Oh. I'm not fixing it for you then if you stole it from him. You fix that shit on your own. Uh, I didn't say I got it. I just was making a statement. Yeah, I don't like your statements tonight. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm I'm done. That's all I've been. Uh, oh man! Fucking harassment I get every day. Uh, uh, you know, what are we gonna talk about today anyway? You haven't even went over your heli stuff, or are you already done? You ain't do anything. Oh, me? Huh. I mean, well, yeah. I mean, I got my little list of stuff, but I kind of skipped it around. All jokes aside, I, I do have some stuff. One is somebody was complaining, and I'm I'm going to go off. Somebody, something was said about there never being any helicopter articles and model aviation. The other deal you get with being an AMA member. And I popped off and, and said something about it. You know, if it's not a scale event or F3C, you know, we don't we don't get any kind of coverage or whatever else. And basically, I was told that's because nobody will write a story. So I'm not a writer. Uh, I'm not a writer at all. I've sat down and tried to figure it out. You can write my story about me meeting my old guy. Okay. My old buddy after 25 years. And then we can make a movie. Okay. And then we'll have all this money. Okay. I, I'm game. Uh, yeah, let's try that. But anyway, local events, this, that, whatever else, fun fly. Be active. I, I'm going to try to do this. And we should. You know, take some pictures of Heli. You know, somebody's doing something new or whatever else. You see something. Take some pictures. Write a story. Yeah. You know, it's, you know, it don't have to be a product review. It doesn't have to be anything. But there's so many people that's got such great friends. And, you know, we talk about Doug Darby every once in a while. You know, Doug Darby is King Ding Gasser man in the country. If you had something like him, yo, uh, article about gas or helicopters and how they've changed and this and that, or yeah, personal experience, yeah, the worst. Get it written down. 
Yeah, get it, get it written down. And the people from the model aviation, the lady told me, she goes, listen, if you come up with the ideal and give it, we have riders. We'll help you. I'm like, yeah, you just write it. They'll do the edit. Yeah. So, yeah, I think we ought all to try that. It'd be kind of nice to actually once a month get something other than a copper cup on the cover of, of model aviation. You know? I would like to say that this year or last year, they had more helis than they have in a long time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. In the magazine overall. Yeah, we can get Mike cutting grass with turban. That's cover photo for the magazine. There we go. (laughs) Perfect. Uh, Do I get to use your canopy at least? Yeah. Okay. I'm game. Let's go. (laughs) We got to get them first, but. In the words of Shane, video or or it didn't happen. (laughs) No, we can do that. Oh, shoot. We're going to have to have video and stills for that. Yeah. I can shoot the video. Yeah, we can video stills. And if it's and me doing it with my turbine, and I'm going to use Carrie's canopy, uh, somebody may need to have a defibrillator handy. <sighs> I'll be the guy that gets the fire extinguisher ready. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm still driving home, but you go, you go through things, and we talk about this, and we talk about that, and there was some wonderful things on New Year's Day. And then there were some other things that, that come up. Not being negative, nothing else. But guys, pay attention to how you meet new people at the field. It doesn't matter if you're flying a, a $35,000 turbine or a $230 blade 230 or whatever those things cost. Everybody has a love for model aviation. You're you're not above or beneath anybody. Hey, I think in my show notes, don't be a douche. No, I just think that's important. Yeah, you you tend to have that thing on when people don't talk to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And, and I don't know about like y'all's local clubs or whatever, but it's kind of seems to, to be a common theme at any of the clubs I've been at is attendance, member count being low and whatnot. Well, the thing to help with that is being inviting. Be excited that there's somebody new at your field. Yeah, that's true. Make them feel wanted. You got to go to the field first, though. That's my problem. <laughs> yeah, same here. I know when we have somebody new come out to fly with us, man, we try to make them number one right now, right there, you know, feel welcome because there's only like four or five of us to get together and fly. If we can get more, it'd be more fun. Shoot, yeah. Is that everybody? Carrie go? Yeah. Carrie didn't have anything. Yeah. I didn't have anything. No, we weren't really going to do a main topic. I'm obviously very unprepared. Stop eating candy would help too. Uh, New Year's resolutions or goals for 2023. So my goal for 2023 is to be able to do a pirouetting hurricane. 
and do le more left-hand pirouetting maneuvers in my flight. Okay, three of them. Last one, fly left to right. Like instead of flying in and out all the time, which I'm like all I do because mainly fly at events, I don't do any left to right stuff. And I need to work on left to right stuff more often. I've been doing it lately, but I need to get where it's comfortable. I'm forcing it right now. Like when I do my flying, I'm forcing it to happen. Right. Yeah, I I, I like side in better than I do away from me because I, I can see the helicopter better. Yeah, when I started learning, trying to do pirouette flips and stuff, I had to stop and go back and revisit all that. Yeah, I can't do the side in because I can't see the model. So there's a lot of guessing going on uh -huh. when I do side in, but that's the three things. I'm back. When I turned my truck off, I went to my phone and it was, wouldn't let me, I couldn't hear you guys. Y'all couldn't hear me. So sorry about that. No, it's fine. Um, resolutions. I don't really have any resolutions. I mean, I'm on my second month not drinking, but yeah. Definitely continue to not daily drink the way I was. Uh, I'm going to drink at events and stuff, which will probably be a cheap drunk at that point. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I'm shooting for. I feel better. It's healthier. I get to eat more sugars and candy because I'm not drinking sweets. I'm just drinking water at this point. So. Uh, what episode was, I'm going to try to see what, if what, if I said anything last year that I wanted to do. So episode 19 was so on the 20th. No, we really didn't do any New Year's resolutions or goals last year. I couldn't remember y'all doing it or not. Uh, last year we had the build order in Jan January. So anyway, that's for me. Anybody else have anything else that they want to go over or not go over for us? No resolutions, but the goal is to actually get my turbine in and maybe <laughs> even attempt to build it this year. Maybe if it arrives this year. <laughs> you know, I, I met I met my. Quasi met my goal last year because I was like, you know, before the before the end of the year, I'm going to own a turbine. Well, I guess technically, I own a turbine. Yeah, if you can't cancel the order, <laughs> you own it. Yeah, engines and airframes were ordered before the year ended mm -hmm. and paid for. Yeah, so technically, I met my goal last year. My goal this year is to hopefully be able to fly it. <laughs> Again, we've been waiting a whole year to receive them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and you guys are crazy. Turbine crazy. Heck yeah. For that much money, you would think you wouldn't have to wait. For that much money, you think it'd come pre-built and ready to fly. 
Very true. We ordered the wrong kit for that. Well, okay. So, <laughs> so how do you go about getting your turbine waiver? Well, it's it's complicated and easy all at the same time. Yes. I actually have the form printed out. According to the waiver form, you have to have a CD with a turbine rotorcraft waiver and another rotorcraft waiver holder sign off on you. That's what it states. And there's a list of stuff you're supposed to do. You got to be able to demonstrate that you know how to start, stop the heli, fly the heli, climb, hover, slow pyro, and you're supposed to shoot an auto or or two with it. Emergency shutdown if there was a failure of the start or whatever. Well, after doing a little research on that, by the way, uh, you, it, it's a little, it's a little different than kind of what we were being told, Carrie. Okay. You definitely need to be able to, it needs to go to a zero throttle in a fail safe mode. Okay. Yeah. And that makes a hundred percent sense. Right. But what folks don't understand and what the one person who kind of talked to us and said that don't understand is there's a multitude of radios on the market and I have to own one that you cannot shut the radio off when the, the airframe is powered on. Pull the battery. <laughs> It'll die. <laughs> I'm not going to take my radio apart at the field to disconnect the battery. Just, just to make sure you do it while the turbine's running and spooled up. Yeah. So, you know, we actually have a friend that just got his CD and he had his turbine rotorcraft waiver and his normal turbine waiver and going down this road for me, I want to fly a turbine, but finding out, especially locally in the Austin area, how difficult it is to find somebody to help you out. My goal is to be the guy here that I can step up and help people out. Because getting into the turbine side of things, I'm just going to say it. Some of these guys are not not very approachable. And what I'm finding out more and more is they're even less willing to be helpful. What makes you any different than them? Then, <laughs> then I'm going to attempt to do the same thing myself for anybody that's in the East Texas area. Area, I, I get it. And and even still, me and Mike could get together and we could sign somebody off mm -hmm. once we get our waivers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, they'd be good. Is there any liability that you assume when you sign somebody off? Yeah, I can go in and find out for sure. I just don't know. I'm just asking. I mean, from what I'm reading, you have to be on the approved list. Well, according to the AMA. And according to the waiver, it doesn't say an authorized. It says a CD with a turbine Wibbercraft. Correct. That That's what it says. When you do that, well, all you're stating is, is I witnessed Carrie do every procedure with a witness, another turbine rotorcraft waiver holder, do everything that was required on the AMA sign-off, and he did it proficiently and safely. 
you're getting the waiver to make sure that you're still covered under their insurance because, well, let's face it, that's what you actually have AMA for is the insurance requirements to fly at different fields. There's other benefits, but that's basically what it's for. Yeah. And AMA can go, hey, look, these two guys right here have seen this person operate this model safely and right. He was doing what he was supposed to. Yeah. We showed him once whether he forgot it or not. That's on him. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So is there a reason they do two auto rotations just in case you crash on the first one? If you met one of your turbine waiver people and then like next weekend you met the other guy, you would have to do an auto for both people. But if they were both there that weekend, you do one auto, they could both say, yeah, I've seen an auto. Oh, okay. And when you read the waiver, you're supposed to do one auto rotation of their choice. (laughs) Seriously, because I guess they're acting like, you know, Muncie's this huge field. So basically, if I wanted you to shoot an auto from left to right, that's what you need to do. And then the other auto can be of your choice, which you're more comfortable shooting auto from right to left. It's kind of how I read that. Oh. Yeah. That kind of makes sense. You never know where you're going to be at when you have to do an emergency auto. Mm -mm. Yeah, agreed. So do do they simulate the emergency auto like like when you're flying they just reach over and like hit the switch on you? <laughs> <laughs> that would be interesting. Mayday, mayday, mayday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I did not hit to have that on a button. That's not me. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're you're showing me that you can do a loop. Oh, here's a good time. Let's do an auto right now. Right when you're inverted. <laughs> yeah. Right at the top. <laughs> I've seen that done a many a time with a turbine. Get right up there to the top of the loop and it flame out. Eef. Fixed wing and rotary. <laughs> yeah, air bubbles and turbines are, they don't play well together. Not friends. Anything for you, Terry? I don't really do New Year's resolutions. Don't but worry. I've, I've never been good at quitting either. So. Yeah. Now, about two years ago, I did decide to lose weight, and I lost about 50 pounds doing that keto diet. Because I, I used to be pretty chunky. <laughs> really? Yeah. You've always looked the same to me. Yeah, well, I started doing that about time I got into flying helis, I guess, right before that. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. I'm trying to shave a little weight off myself. My goals is, is to be able to do – I can do upright circuits, but I need to be able to do them – flying backwards inverted and upright that's some of my goals that way i can do it without thinking because right now sometimes i I can fly it on the sim but as soon as i see it in the air it's it's different i don't know why brain lock right up are you practicing some of this with the m2 or no not yet (laughs) not yet i mean the right side up backwards i mean is hard for me also and even last week when I was out with Mike, he may have watched a couple of times. Mm-hmm. I did right side up backwards circuits. And that's all I did is I flew around right side up backwards just to try to get more comfortable. That's part of my practice routine is like, stop shying away from stuff. Right. Well, you know, you get to the field and you get to doing what you're comfortable with, but I need to 
like this Sunday with the M2, I, I was trying to do stuff I wasn't comfortable with. And I did nail at least a couple good rounds of funnels right before I stuck her in the dirt. But it seemed like they were easier down low than what I've been practicing upstairs with the big helicopters. Yeah, you can can see it. Yeah, I can see it. (laughs) That's the problem. I can't see it up there. You know, it's really funny how certain things click and certain things you have to struggle with. Mm -hmm. Because Carrie and Spiegel can tell you, I can take off and fly a pattern backwards all day long. They've seen me do it. I don't even think about it when I take off and fly backwards. I can lift off, take off, go into funnels, fly the field backwards, and I don't even think about it. I just do it. I don't know how I started. I'm not real sure when I started. I don't know. It's like almost like right off the bat. It's like, da 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 and next thing I'm on backwards, and okay, who cares, and keep going. Right. And... I don't understand why, to me, you need to force yourself to doing it. Uh, yeah, because, I mean, I don't think about it. Tim brought up stick positions and this and that. And when you're flying backwards, everything is opposite. And I don't want to think about that because it screwed my head up. I don't think about that. But, you know, some other maneuver that's actually, in theory, should be easier. I go into brain lock. Yeah would agree yeah and i think some of my other goals is to get them damn tiktoks down man <laughs> i want to do them so bad but i think i got the timing down and uh richard said something about i needed to add more collective but just a wee bit because usually anytime i crash that little m2 i'm trying to do a tiktok <laughs> those are harder to do tiktoks with than a big bird yeah it wants to just fall and that's when I broke my frame. I was doing, trying to do aileron TikTok. I said, let me go up high. Well, it didn't take long for high to be ground. <laughs> uh, I flew Spiegel's. That was New Year's Day, wasn't it, that I flew your goose guy? No, you, you flew the buddy. Well, I, I flew the buddy oh. last weekend. You didn't fly the goose guy, did you? I think y'all went to that backfield behind the... Oh, yeah, yeah. That was before it was trying to crash itself. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. With those, I mean, and my logo 200 was the same way. The collective catch, it's like you got to throw a whole lot more collective in it to catch it. It's kind of like it, I don't know, it gets mushy and then it catches real hard. That screws with me like trying to do a TikTok. Right. Well, I know that little M2 seems like you can go from you know, from positive to negative collective, it's just like right there in the center or something. It just wants to drop. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. The mushiness. It's just the blades like the stall sometimes also with these smaller ones. That center issue that you feel like that on the on the Goose Guy S2, it's a lot better feeling around that center. It is still there, but it's not as bad as the M2, but it is still there. Okay. I know sometimes when I flip over from inverted to right side up, it'll like fall, I don't know, quite a ways before I can catch it. Yeah. It's just one of those things with smaller helis. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No hang time. 
yeah, there's no hang time. Blades like to stall a little bit, but still use it as a tool. Oh, yeah. I'm loving it. Oh, yeah. There's things that it doesn't do well, and there's things that it does do well, so or that they do well overall. I got to tell you, you brought it up. I flew Spiegel's Buddy 380 Sunday. Now, I had hovered Sam Corlett's Buddy, and that was it. I hovered it, and it set up like a FAI F3C machine, and it hovers phenomenal, but I didn't really fly it. I flew Spiegel's, and I had to catch myself because I'm like, uh, this ain't mine. I probably shouldn't do this. And I really didn't kind of ask. He got it set up and I'm like, I put the radio around my neck and took off with it. But <laughs> OPP. It flew. I was amazed because that's the first time I really flew one. And I'm like, uh, this don't fly like my, my Protos Evo 380. This thing was like, like my Evo 380 flies good, but we had wind and this and that. And I'm like, I'm out there getting comfortable with it. Oh, yeah. I, I could see this. I, I was impressed with it. Yeah. I'm surprised they weren't they weren't as big of a hit. Maybe they weren't as big of a hit because the they already had like a 380 out. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of people wanted a 420 on this setup. And I used to be able to buy the boom. If you called them, you could get this boom in a 420. Yeah. Stretch. I just wish like the 420s, they would give, make them the 425 blade grip width. That way you have more blade options. Yeah. Put 425s on it and have fun. I think that they change and I'm not even going to, pretend that i'm close to knowing this right but i know that like on the goblin 420 like you got from me you were stuck with sab 420 blades rotor tech come out with the little ultimate 420s for the raw 420 and i don't know if the raw 420 and the goblin 420 share the same blade bolt thickness no they're, I don't know. They actually might be thicker, but yeah, because I know that they have the ultimate four twenties for the for the raw four twenty now. Yeah, because then I, I could just stretch the buddy if I got the boom, and then there'd be blades available. I know that they did those, but I, I don't know if they'll fit in the blade grips. Lots of research that real quick. On that note, uh, I've been on the spirit stuff for a while now, and I've been trying to find a feel with the spirit that I like, especially on the 700, which I got the slower 700 S blades on. And then my oxy threes really haven't been flying as great as they used to with the brain two. So I think I'm going to take the oxy three and switch it back to the brain and to the brain two and see, see what I think between the two go backwards a little bit. I was flying the Nimbus and the roll rate was fast on elevator and slow on aileron. And I was trying to dial those two in and I couldn't find the screen. I don't think there is one. So there's some stuff I'm starting to not like that. I want to try different stuff again. 
And I still like the brand too. I mean, I have it on some stuff like the buddy, but I don't have it. I transitioned it off of stuff. So need to see if I like it better. And I'm also looking for a, a classic with a Neo. If anybody has one for sale. I bet there's going to be a few for sale here shortly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking for like a $400 with a Neo. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be tough. Cause the Neos are interchangeable and the Neos sell for two fifty. Yeah, but there's a new Neo coming out. They're supposed to make it where it'll go 760 servos, but I hadn't even heard if that was confirmed it was going to do that. It's just supposed to be a faster... How did, what, what was I... Did I read? Like, a faster microprocessor? Yeah, basically, it's like going from a Core 5 to a Core 7 or whatever. And I ain't even heard what's different with the V controlled touch, the new one. Maybe it got a better processor too. It did. It's supposed to uplink faster. And again, I'm not a computer guy, but you know, it's it's like going up a processor speed or or something like that. That's what I understood. Anyway, I'm looking for one kind of. I know somebody who's got one. Does the Neo have to work? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's a four millimeter root on the new ones. Okay. Okay. No, they don't fit. The buddy has three. There's a 3.4 millimeter opening barely on the blade. So they don't work. So the new raw is four millimeter. Yes, you're correct then. I wonder if the raw's blade grip will fit on the old 380s. No, it's probably way bigger. Or did they change the size of the feather shaft? It's probably a complete redesign. I'm I'm not going that far. Shoot, I would if I got to fly 425s and really open the blade choices up. Shoot, yeah. I also think they're starting to get too much for 6S, 1800. I don't know. Maybe my pack is old, but. For all 420, if I'm not mistaken, they recommend what, like a 22 to 2600 in it? Yeah. Correct. So if you're trying to push it on a 6S, 1800, I think we're kind of at that limit. We'll find out soon because. Oh, yeah. I don't guess I ever knew that. <laughs> what, on the raw 420? Oh, you're talking about the 420? Can't run an 1800? Or not recommended? Well, you can, but I just think we're starting to get on the top of the... I, I, I thought you were talking about the old 420. Yeah, I am. Oh. The new one has a bigger battery, so... Which helps current supply. On to news. I don't watch too much, but we have a situation happening in the hobby currently. (laughs) In this 380 brand size, it is exploding. So, Goose Guy has the RS4 coming out. Yes. And then OMP just announced yesterday 
a OMP M4. They did? Yes. Yesterday. Wow. When the S4 came out from Goose Guy, there was some people thinking it was too expensive. So OMP came out with this M4, and it has rotor tech blades on it. Yes, it comes with main blades and tail blades and a motor and the kit for $350. Not bad. No, not bad at all. Uh, they haven't released a bunch of pictures with the canopy off or anything like that. They do have a plug-and-play version that's going to come built. That's an airframe motor, three cyclic servos, one tail servo, the ESC main blades and tail blades, so no fly barless. Yeah, it looks like it's uh, four ninety nine. Yeah, not a bad price depending on what servos they are. I mean, if they're branded servos, I'll probably get the four ninety nine one. I like the fact that I can put my own fly barless on it because I have brain twos kind of sitting around here a little bit, or I can just pick up some used ones. Um, I like it. I wish they would do white skids still, but I want to see more about it and what the release date is. But I mean, how many 380s do we have now on the market? I mean, there's there's a slew of them. Yeah. You know, in the direct drive, who did what first? And this isn't a, a brand bash on any means. But, you know, you have the raw 420 that's a direct drive comes out. Next thing you know, you got the Goose Guy, which is a direct drive. It'll swing what three nineties? Is that what I read? The Goose Guy is going to be three nineties, which is an odd number. It is because I mean I got three eighty fives. They're all they're all three eighty to three ninety. It kind of like wham bam. Thank you, ma'am. I think the Goose Guy, like me and you were talking today, when I first heard. Cause I really hadn't looked at one with canopy off. Somebody was saying that they were running proprietary servos on the goose guy for the cyclic. And after seeing them, their wing servos, that's it. So. Yeah. I think that was those bits and pieces guys. Yeah. Bits and pieces. When you look at the pictures of them and you Google wing servos, they look just like KST wing servos is what they look like. Yeah. Now, I don't know that for a fact. I don't have one. haven't seen one yet. Well, all I, I'm going by is the picture I saw and, and you know, the color. Yeah, the mounting tabs and stuff. Yeah, the mounting tabs, the color combination and this and that. That's what it looked like to me. That doesn't mean anything. I'm looking at the RAW 420 right now, and it looks like it takes just regular micro servos. It does micros and mini hotel. Yeah, I think that's a, one of the big things that Goose Guy kind of messed up on. Yeah. With the design. I think all of these helis are designed completely different that are have like direct drives. I mean, you have SAB that made the, uh, what was that one called? Raw 420. No, the first one. The little fireball or whatever it was. Oh, the fireball and the mini comet. Yeah, I forgot about that one. Yeah, they were kind of the first ones doing a, that 
setup. It was heavy though, and I think they've kind of figured out how to make it lighter on motor wise and flight style stuff. So I don't think any of them are cloning anything. I think the designs between the Goose Guy and the OMP stuff are, is completely different. I don't think the two are the same. I agree. I wasn't trying to infer that there was cloning. It was. Well, everybody is. I mean, hell, the first time I saw the Goose Guy S2, I was like, oh, it's just going to be like the M2. And, mm-hmm. and I thought the mouth thing was stupid. And here it is. I'm like, I really like it. <laughs> and then the next thing you know, everybody and their dogs is flying it. Like, what's going on here? And there's none for sale. Yeah. Like, I haven't seen one posted on Healthy Freak. I haven't seen one posted at all for sale. It's funny, though, is I've seen a lot of Logo 200s popping up. That is very true. I have seen a ton of those. But, you know, I'm not an FR Sky guy. I've played around, just handled one. I haven't flown one. I'm not going to go carry and Kenny on this. Oh, come on. (laughs) I'm not going to go bits and pieces on it. Oh, Randy Marsh, he's acquired one. <laughs> and Matt Skabeck <laughs> has one. Star Wars. Yeah, Unicorn Sprinkles himself. I think he has one, or is he a Tyrannus guy? I'm not sure. But I don't know. You, you know, with the, the FR Sky, I mean, there's a lot of people switching over to that X18 and X20. And for $400, you can go buy the X18. Was it X18S? Uh, there's an 18 and an S. I'm not real sure what the difference is. but Dude, don't get me thinking. The 18S is what Ben Stork was flying. Uh, Shane just bought the SE, which is the kind of like the updated red version of the of the S. But for 400 bucks, all right, so how much is the Goose Guy? Was it 360 bucks? Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Okay, so for $800, and that's, I'm not saying that that's a small amount of money, but for $800, you can go buy. I wish my vet bill was $800. I don't know. But you can go buy the, the X18S and a Goose Guy cheaper than you can buy used a touch right now. And, you know, that's a great little radio for those, you know, to set up. And I think that's why a lot of people are dumping the Logo 200s because, well, you know, you can buy a Logo 200 for $600 or you can buy another radio and that. And it's like, okay, here we go. And I got something new to play with. Yep. If I was recommending somebody, I would tell them get one of the new Spectrum DX6s or something. Yeah, well, the learning curve on it is pretty steep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially if you don't even know like what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. Spectrum JR V bar, any of those would be a far easier entry. Unless there's somebody in your club that like is badass, Tyrannus, or used to be a quad guy or something like that. I'm not trying to take the Kenny spot on the radio podium way far from even coming close to that <laughs> i don't think you have a problem there oh, I, I know i know i know 
But, you know, me and Kenny were talking today, you know, the, the 32MZ, and I was trying to help a guy out Sunday, and I got frustrated because I have a 32MZ and I have some 760s, and I've had help setting stuff up. And I told Kenny, I said, without a base program, but, you know, thanks to you, I have. I don't know if I could sit down and completely set up a helicopter from scratch without copy and pasting. Yeah, I don't know if I could do it. Learning curve means steep. The whole point I'm getting to is I don't think it matters because if I climb back on JR, I got on your 28X and try to go in and set up a helicopter, I think I would probably have an easier time doing it, Carrie, because I flew JR for so long years ago. Yeah. But everything's different. I mean, the learning curve, give V-Bar and Spectrum and whatever else, you got to give them props because they, sorry guys, but they they dummied it way down for somebody who doesn't want to spend a lot of time. It made it real easy. <laughs> yeah, You got the easy button programmed on there, Terry? On what? I'm sorry. I, I had to. <laughs> oh, oh. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> womp womp womp. <laughs> nah, my little dog been needy. In the door, out the door, whining. I, I was I just got up and uh had to let her out the door. You mean the ones that's standing at my door barking right now? <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you what. Yeah. So that's the news. The 380 helis are going to be crazy. I'm going to have to get one now that there's an OMP one that's... Or maybe Goose Guy will drop the price of their S4 now that the OMP M4 can't, is going to be out. Yeah, I'm kind of interested in that little M4. What is the... Hold on one second. I hope my wife don't hear that. <laughs> I tell you what, that's one of the reasons I put the dang helicopter together the way I did. I hit thing hid. <laughs> <laughs> then I hung it on my my dial pin up here, where all the rest of my helis are. It took like three weeks to say, "Where'd you get that?" I'm like, oh, "I've had it for a while, hon." <laughs> you got to learn the, the right terminology, Terry. Oh, it was on sale. <laughs> <laughs> Take one out of their book. <laughs> right. That looks nice. That looks expensive. Oh, it was on sale. How much was it? Oh, it was on sale. It was on sale. <laughs> <laughs> a Black Friday sale. Yeah. So what was it on sale for? On HeliDirect. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. I didn't buy it on sale. It was on sale at some point. <laughs> they had too many of them. They wanted to get rid of some. <laughs> yeah, the only the only way they could get rid of them is put them up for sale. So I mean, you know, I had to help them out. <laughs> my my job my job is to support the economy. That's when I bought my second XL power. They had them on sale. I think it was a hundred and something dollars cheaper. So I jumped all over that because I knew they were going to discontinue them because of the Nimbus. I don't know if you covered this or not, but you did shoot a little video, and I haven't asked, and I hadn't heard nobody else ask you, Terry. What do you think of the 580? I tell you what, I'm liking that. Now, I do have one issue with it, with the bigger helicopters. 
I fly further away from myself. I still make them look like I am too out there. <laughs> oh, yeah. That might be another goal for me is to fly a little closer where I can see the damn things. <laughs> Going from the, the 520s you've been flying to the 580, what did you notice different? Because, I mean, the, the 580 is hard to beat. Well, I, I have a little harder time seeing the raw. I think I need to do some colors on the in the in the side frame there. But flying wise, it flies smooth as butter. What kind of flight time are you getting out of it? Okay, I got to tell them myself. So I had my original motor that I was going to put in there, and uh, I went in and I'd already kind of like Kenny does laid his towel out ready for that turbine. I got in my Icon fly barless, and I set it up for that motor. Well, when it came in, that motor shaft was too short. I ended up pulling out. That's what she said. (laughs) (laughs) So I ended up pulling the X-Nova lightning motor I had out. When I bought it, it had too long a shaft, and I cut that off. Well... I ended up buying a replacement shaft and putting it in and then putting it in the raw. Now, what was I even got? Boy, I lost myself what I was even talking about. What was the question again? <laughs> well, I, I'm kind of confused. Oh, flight times, flight times. First, you were complaining that your shaft was too short. <laughs> then you said your shaft was too long, so you cut it off. So, okay. So I kind of, I kind of lost I kind of lost everything at that point. Okay. Okay. I'm back on track now. <laughs> so I'd set up the icon for that particular motor. Motor I was going to use had five poles. That's because I used the icon governor. And then I already set the, uh, the pinion gear up for the stock pinion gear. I'm using a 1200 KV motor on it. So I had to drop pinion down to a 19 tooth. Cause I wanted something kind of, I'd seen a video that Kyle Stacy done. He said, use a 1200 with a 19 tooth pinion. You get six, seven minute flat time flying it like a nitro. Cause that's kind of what I wanted to set up. Cause I, I like the slower head speed. Yeah. Put all this stuff in and I went down and did a maiden hover on it uh, in a little flat. I had set my timer for three and a half minutes. Well, man, with the pole motor poles being off, I still had the uh, the gear ratio in for the old motor in the icon fly bar. This thing was screaming. <laughs> <laughs> well, three and a half minutes was my flight time that first time, but wow, and that was just hovering around. Yeah. <laughs> well, I did a flip, man. I tried to. I did a TikTok or two, but yeah, it that thing was wound out. And then I, I got home and I, I was looking at it and I plugged it in. I'm like. Oh, oh man. So I fixed all the settings and now I could probably get five minutes out of it if I was easy with it, sports flying. So now correct me if I'm wrong here. And I think the stock pinions are 21, right? Uh, I think it's 22. 22. Uh So you, you did the Kenny move where you went to the little bitty pinion. Yeah. So what kind of, what kind of head speed are you shooting for? What are you getting? Okay, so I've I've got it set for eighteen fifty, nineteen fifty, and twenty fifty. Okay, and you lock them at those speeds. Well, I haven't got it out of after I uh, flew the high head speed. 
I haven't got it out of idle up one. The eighteen fifty is about where I'm running. Oh. On my XL powers, I I didn't know that you were supposed to go in and set the uh you know the the head speeds. I just left it default and I've been running them at sixteen fifty, seventeen fifty, and eighteen fifty. Oh, so you really do like that low head speed. Yeah. Well it crashes better. It crashes better. <laughs> I, I didn't know much about the gearing and all that, you know, so I'm kind of learning as I go with this one because of the, the, you know, the pulley choices. So I went in and I bumped everything up on my other helicopters to match the 1850, 1950, and 2050. So when I ask this, I'm not picking on, on Terry, but what, what speed controls do you run? Running the Hobby Wing 120. Pro four. Okay. So now why use the icon gov instead of the gov in the hobby wing? The easy button. I know why I do it. <laughs> the reason I do it is for auto rotation bell out, but that's the reason I used to do it because I couldn't I didn't know how to do the hobby wing auto rotation bell out type deal. But now I kinda know how to do it. So So I I haven't tried that yet. That on uh on the raw here, I actually put a wire harness where my you know, my fan and everything plugs in. So mm-hmm. I I can actually hook the box up to it and set it. Before you'd have to on the on the XL powers I'd have to try to get in there with some forceps or something and pull out that connector and then plug in my 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 box and oh it was just too much of a pain to yeah be doing it so but i i might be interested in seeing what the hobby wing governor is like it's really good it works really good and you know so when you plug it up to your box to set it up to start with because you got to go in and put you got to go in and set the, the speed control up mm-hmm. well look literally once you put the hobby wing in heli gut store mm-hmm you're done. Yeah. You you never have to plug back up to it again. Okay. Yeah. At that point, uh, to change your head speed, you're on a flat line curve. So if at 75%, it equates out to 2,200 RPM, you lower your flat line curve from 75% to 72% and you set it up and to change your head speed, you literally just go in and turn your flat line throttle up or down yeah you go from 75 to 80 your head speed change you don't have to plug it up right you go from 75 to 70 it comes down and that that's why i was asking because i never did use the icon gun well that that was a uh, that's one advantage of it that you can do that right there but i can go in the radio and uh and change it move it there in, yeah. inside the telemetry portion or i can pull it at bluetooth and change it on my phone so yeah. Well, I wasn't trying to put you on a hot spot. Oh, I no, no. Curious. No, but next time we go to Heli's over Apache Pass, I may let one of y'all show me how to do all that. Sure. No, it's super easy. I actually should switch to that Gov across the board because all of my Heli's are set up differently. And, you know, I fly every weekend, so I know exactly what they're all set up like. The Scorpion <laughs> Gov runs pretty good for me. As well. Yeah, Scorpion Gov's good, real good too. And you know, I kind of read pros and cons that, uh, like, if you're using the Icon 
flat, you know, gov, then it knows that you're going to give it the input. So it automatically looks ahead. It's an adaptive. Yeah. Looks ahead because it knows your input and then it speeds your motor up on the hobby wing gov. It's going to say, okay, now I've got a load and let me kick it up. But I've heard other way around. The hobby wing is actually better. <laughs> okay. Out of our skill level, I don't think we can tell the difference either way. Anyway, <laughs> I know I can't. But I do, I do like the feel of the seven sixty on the uh, on those torque servos with the brain. Yes. So you have your brain set to seven sixties now. Just on the on the raw because the other the other birds have the older servos, so okay, you know the T box would not recognize them. I have three brand new. HLX torque servos and the T box sitting on my bench, impatiently waiting on something to be delivered. Them to be, yeah, someday. Fucking broken record. I know, I know. <laughs> Talking like with, with you setting it up, you basically learned how to do all this, Terry. If I'm not mistaken, pretty much on your own watching YouTube videos, right? That is it. Okay. So impressive. It, it is. It's it's damn sure impressive. But that's why when you get to start flying with different people and doing this and you kind of learn, all four of us, we all set our stuff up so incredibly different in the way we do certain things. We have similarities in certain ways. And, you know, for me, I asked, I think I asked Kenny, and he said, yeah, use Hobby Wing, you know, use the Gov store. I'm like, okay. And it was like, you do that, you calibrate your throttle, you hover it at 50% for 30 seconds, you shut it down, turn it off, plug it back up, change your throttle, and off you go and never again touch it. Power cycle at one time. Yeah, never, never touch it again. Right, well, that was easy. The only drawback is if you don't have telemetry for your head speed, you don't know what head speed you're running. Right. You're just doing it by feel unless somebody has a tachometer type of deal. Yeah, I've got one of those infrared optical tacks, and I just put a piece of reflective on my main gear when I'm doing that. Oh, that's a good idea. Tune my throttle curve according to whatever I want. I wasn't sure how you do the uh, head speed. What radio do you run again? I've got the Spectrum NX10. Okay. Yeah, because, I mean, you pull, as long as you have your issue and everything set up, if I'm not mistaken, even if you're not running the brain gut, you still can pull the telemetry off the hobby wing. It tells you all that stuff, too. Carrie always says something that I almost bet you, out of the four of us sitting here talking right now, Carrie is the only one that has any kind of throttle curve. Any kind of what? A throttle curve. Throttle curve. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, a throttle curve. Yeah, and that's just in my normal mode. Yeah, I don't run a normal mode. Because I don't want to come out of throttle hold and it start on accident. It's too easy to flip a switch. So you got to also throttle up to get my helis to start that first time. I do that on Nitro. I hope so. Now, the only one I do have right now with a normal mode is the uh, the M2. Oh, so you land without it pirouetting to death? No, I just... 
I did have it. it was aisle up one, two, and three. I was going to let the other guy that was flying, learning to fly, I was going to let him fly it on, uh, it was self-leveling on. And so I'd set it up so that normal mode would have self-level. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. And then you don't have a bunch of head speed or anything like that, and it levels itself. And Right. He's still at the point, you know, if, oh, oh it's messed up, pull the, the throttle all the way to the bottom, which would be jamming it into the ground. So yeah. I've, I've got normal mode set up on it so it doesn't have so much of a negative pitch on it. If I'm not mistaken, you know, Kenny in his normal mode or bank one, depending on whatever radio he's flying that you want to talk about, I don't believe it's 3 dable in most of his stuff because it's it's not set up that way. He only has like two degrees of negative pitch and all his pitches are are less. So that's right. that's not a bad thing. No, it's not a bad thing. Yeah, that's how mine is. You you could probably do a a, a simple loop in a roll, but that's all you're gonna get out of my normal mode. But I, I know on the M two before I went to three idle ups basically. I, I took off in normal mode, and then I had self-leveling on just a switch, the one I used for my rescue. But I flipped that thing inverted, and guess what? <laughs> she wouldn't stay inverted. We've all done it. I've done that with Nitro Bird. <laughs> <laughs> so then I quit running just uh, the normal mode on anything because I was afraid I was going to not hit the switch and idle up. So that's about all we have. I think I have burned out myself. <laughs> In other words, his chicken is ready. His chicken is ready. <laughs> chicken is getting close to ready. That's true. Uh, I don't really know of any events this year planned out yet. I'll try to update this with the current updates some stuff going. Yeah. So... There's AMPS in Miami, and that's the the weekend of March 17th. Then we have Fly the River, which is the first weekend of April, April 1st. How About how far is that? From you, it's closer than that. It's 300 miles from my house, so it's probably... It's probably only 220, 230 miles for you. It may be it may be less than that, Terry. Yeah, I'm really thinking about going to that. You uh you got a camper or a tent or a trailer or something? I've got a big cabin tent. Okay, because there you, you don't go you don't go to fly the river and think you're gonna stay at a motel. I'll just tell you up front. No, it's it's almost a forty minute drive back to civilization. Yeah, I heard you don't you have self home service and it's out in the boondocks. Yeah. That forty minute drive is to get to a convenience store. <laughs> so in other words, be prepared when you go out there. Yeah. Yeah. And when you get when you get there, if you if you do come, we hope you do. If you do come, when you get ready for ice, just let me know. You can hop on the bed of my truck and I'll run you up to the ice machine. Oh, cool. <laughs> It's a lot more fun to ride on the tailgate. Yeah, I heard old Richard getting dirty last time. 
Dang. <laughs> I made the hookers on 6th Street look clean. I'm so dirty. <laughs> horrible. Yeah. I'm going to tell you, you don't go to Skinner's just to fly. There's a lot of gas guys and a lot of airplane guys. But uh, I don't think you can go to any event within 300 miles a year and be treated any better or have any more fun than you have right there. Yep. That's what I hear. I heard that is the go-to event. Yeah, hopefully there's not like 250 people show up, and then we're all going to be getting in trouble. <laughs> uh, it's going to turn into an invite only right. <laughs> at some point. I hadn't talked to Greg lately, but I mean, he works all off season to improve the area. Yeah, it's true. It was his private flying field on his property, and mm-hmm. he's opened it up to everybody. And there's more room and more room, and I think that he would never admit it, and I don't figure he listens to this anyway, but I think that if he had it set up where it grew to where there was a 1,000 people, he has enough land, he'd make it work. Yeah. Uh, you're probably correct there. <laughs> and love it the whole way, and would probably still try to figure out how to feed a 1,000 people. Yeah. Oh, I need to look at that real quick. I was almost on the outro. <laughs> Let's see if there's any Gmail. I did send out one shirt. Cool. Yeah. Oh, it looks like I've got a John Bean warning, winning a shirt also. John Bean. I'll try to get that out. What was the other guy's name? He used like Meta Facebook. Give me a second. I'll give you his name. Jay, uh, you know, Jay Hambright. I know that Carrie does. Yeah, you were at Abilene last year, right? Yeah. So you met him. Mm. Drives a red H2. He was pitted almost right next to us. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, I kind of pitted down there by myself, so. <laughs> Jay, Jay looks like a little short Hispanic guy with like a goat teeth. Like he's like a, um, I wouldn't say like a troll. <laughs> I'll be cutting that out to you. <laughs> don't you dare. D- don't, don't you dare. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what he looks like. He, he looks like a short Hispanic guy, and he's really nice. <laughs> yeah, but he probably wouldn't like it if he walked up and rubbed his belly. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he's a diabetic. Super great guy. Super great guy. He's a nice guy. He actually let me put my beer in his cooler with his diabetic stuff when I needed it. Needed it the most. Yeah. Well, the the John Bean, somehow Jay Hambright called me and we were talking about a mini Neo and he was saying that I had got it from this John Bean and I'm going, uh, uh-uh. Apparently he bought a Logo 200 from him that didn't have a Neo and he thought that, yeah, I, I ain't sure how it all came about, but that's the first time I had actually really heard John Bean. Welcome to listening. Yeah, Kyle Speely. So I had a really weird day. Like this guy wanted a shirt. And so he paid me and his name's almost like Spiegel, but not really like Spiegel. And then we went to Waco and the field that we drive in is almost like Spiegel, the name of it. <laughs> that was a weird time. Anyway, it's S-P-I-E-L-E-S. 
Spiels. Maybe. It's like speak Spiegelies without the G. You didn't you didn't start drinking again and send your own email, did you? <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Got a different account. No, not yet. No. And I wouldn't I wouldn't be a Kyle. Definitely wouldn't be a Kyle. Sorry, Kyle. Nothing against Kyle's. No. Anyway, so I got two people wanting shirts. I still have shirts. They're sitting here. Semi-organized. Ten bucks, I'll ship out a shirt. A flat rate box now is like $10.70 now. It's retarded. It's crazy. But I think that's all I have. I don't know why this motorcycle is on the watch stuff. (laughs) I think that's old. Oh, no. Or did you see that? Are you talking about my Ralph Bucci unicycle thing? No, this was uh next RC motorcycle racing thing. Oh. I'll put it in there. It's kind of a YouTube video on this really cool little electric motorcycle that cost way too much money. It's a cool watch though. Oh yeah. Other than that, uh, other podcasts, I still need to go through the list. this list. I kind of went through it the other day. Oh, and fixed it? I fixed some of it. Oh, good. So RC Scrap Pile needs to move to the bottom because they haven't done anything in a while. Nuts and Bolts came out with the episode 27. I don't really know the... Like, there's no name. They haven't came up with one yet, so I don't know what that was about. That was their goal to make sure that they got one out before we did. Yeah, it was. So they didn't do a name, title, no show notes. No, no, they didn't edit it. They recorded it and stuck it out just to make sure they got one out before we did. Well, I do have one good idea. And then said, I know we'll get this snap before they even get the one out. I was on. That's Mr. Rich. Yeah. Oh, hi, Chris Marsh. Randy Marsh. Randy Marsh. <laughs> you know, you go to Skinner's, uh, you got to buy some imitation pit vipers and grow a mullet or a wig, right? Yep. <laughs> I actually have three wigs now, so he just needs pit vipers. Okay. Maybe I just let my hair grow out and shave the top. You'd fit right in. You need to knock at least one or two teeth out. I, I ain't got any teeth. Oh, hell, don't tell those boys in Oklahoma that. (laughs) (laughs) You might be invited to places you don't want to be. (laughs) You might not get to come home, Terry. (laughs) I bet I'll put my false teeth in for that one. Get some with vampire things. All right, skids up with Paul, Frank, Javier, and Darren. We had a local guy. What was his name? I can never remember his name. You talking about on the last podcast? Yeah, on Skids Up. Eric Burcham. Eric Burcham. Yeah. Yeah, Eric was on there. Yeah. Eric and Darren sounded really close to the same, and I had kind of an issue like distinguishing the two, but it was a good podcast. It was good to hear about him and how he's learned in his training and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I like some of the thought process. I got to listen to it because I started listening. I think I was listening to the wrong one. 
Probably so. And then Heli Heads with uh, Skids Gucci Diamond Diamante. Oh, <laughs> you said Heli Heads. <laughs> no, uh, Heli Heads with Kevin, Andy, and Steve. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Takeover series. And Ian. RC Element with Todd. I need to listen to that a lot more often because I kind of run out of stuff. And I'm sorry, Todd, but you're at the end of my list. I, I need to listen to them. Yeah, Todd, he just put one out. I just listened to it. I'm going to have to get one or get on his podcast or do something. Maximum Collective, still putting them out. They're not doing them as fast as they said they were going to do them originally, but they're doing them once a month, which is perfect. RCHN is back to weekly. They need to be put at the top with Dan, Devin, Nick Wisdom, and Rob. Isn't there another person? Oh, yeah, Scott Graham. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm surprised Scott can do that since he's racing RC cars now. Tried to warn him that that's not a good (laughs) spot to go. Well, well, I think they're all becoming RC cars. Remote cars and helis. (laughs) What's funny is, is Scott's been posting some stuff and he was at this race and I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm watching this and I'm like, uh, I used to help this kid set his car up that he's racing against who's I guess world champion now by the way <laughs> hmm. that's it on that free fall is old I still haven't listened to the final episode I don't think I listened to the final episode of RCHN when it stopped I kind of have this like I don't know I'm going to have to listen to it but I haven't listened to it yet I don't know if I will RC Heli Nation V2, which I tried to play that on Podbeam and it didn't let me. So I was going to stream some of the RCHN V2 from episode one since I finally learned how to adjust Podbeam to play stuff in sequential order and not reverse order. So I started listening to some of these podcasts back over at step one just for something to listen to. RC Today Show, BK Podcast, Inverted Down Under. And then Bill Ann still putting videos out. And then Terry's video stuff. Yeah. I need to add that in there too. If you need to contact me, it's Houdini, rcheli at gmail.com. And I don't have any show notes, people. <laughs> need to get a hold of me. It's rc taz at hotmail.com. Or you can hit me up on Facebook. I'm Mike Westbrook. Easy to find me on RC Helicopters or RC Heli Hangout. And if I can help you out, let me know. I'm Carrie Snyder. You can get me at Carrie Snyder at yahoo.com or Carrie Snyder on Facebook. Yahoo. Yahoo. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think that leaves No. <laughs> <laughs> And I am Terry Music. You can reach me at tmusic618 at gmail.com. Or you can catch me on the Heli Hangout, RC Helicopters, it's Terry Music on Facebook, or visit my YouTube channel, Music RC. Please like and subscribe. Did you have that written out or something? No. <laughs> you said, 
Yeah, that's what I said. He started off and he changed his tone, and I'm like, this is Terry. Hey, I had to get my radio voice. Yeah, this is Terry. <laughs> this is Terry Music reporting to you live from <laughs> WPRB. Yeah. He's practicing from Steve Yoon. <laughs> or I was waiting on him to go, next up on center stage, we have candy. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get them started. Oh my! I sure hope you have a lot of fun on that board. <laughs> oh yeah, that's that's stupid. Oh, oh! <laughs> that everybody, or did we miss somebody? I'm sure we missed. Oh, Kenny! I'm sure we missed a lot of shit. Yeah, if you need to get a hold of Kenny, smoke signals <laughs> might be best at this point. He's hanging out in Florida. I'm sure he's probably buying goblins or something. I don't know. He's going to where he's going over there. You know, that's, you know, Concourse de Elegance. He's going to start wearing those funky little English hats and drinking toffees or something. Flying specters and goblins and buying more V bars. That's all I have, guys. Stay in the box. Don't escape. If you need to get a hold of us on a shirt, let us know. We're going to work on some more swag soon I hope yes sir don't put uh, that there's the end <laughs> <laughs> oh he's not my crazy my sound effects list of course i got the intro the outro and i put the brakes on which i found out would that mike d that that was his uh planker theme <laughs> put the brakes on the the brake you know this one oh. <laughs> the brakes on yeah we're jamming now oh yeah. oh 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 oh, oh. <laughs> Hey, that no, that just keeps playing. Uh see. Then I got crickets. I guess we could end then with uh, Kenny. Yeah. And then I got a drum roll. Nice. And then I got somebody tell a joke. Uh, then, of course, a sad trombone. And... We got an applause put on there. We and, don't get none of that. Well, you know, I just knew I forgot. I was like trying to read what I put the buttons on. <laughs> and then I got this one. You missed your. Go ahead. You missed your shot when we asked the question about what MEK stood for. I don't mean I can't put it in there. Yeah. <laughs> And then I got this one. <laughs> a little 60 minutes thing. Oh, and, yeah. and then I got this one. I'm an idiot.
<laughs> and this one. Uh, I'm retarded. I told you I might make a button. <laughs> oh, yeah. And you said, what button is this? <laughs> uh, and I can change my voice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A megaphone. And a real deep voice. It's just all kinds of little gizmos. Oh, man. We got to figure. See, I was having problems. I'm like, of course, I don't have your number. Oh. But I'm like, I'm like, maybe I should just call Terry and he can put me in through his board because I'm having issues trying to get into Zoom in my truck. Oh, you could have done that. Still no email. I don't have a (laughs) Yeah. What time is it in England right now? We need to call. We need to call her. Solutions and tell them to get their shit together. Yeah, I saw the I can fix stupid, but it's gonna hurt. And I'm like, yeah, I gotta have that shirt. Those are really I, good. I got, like, that one to work. Those are really good, like Skinner shirts. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the the other one, I'll have to probably pick the right time to. To wear the "You, my friend, should have been swallowed" shirt, but yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought he said "You, my friend, sh- should have swallowed." That's oh. what I read too. That's what I thought he said too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't see that. The have I? I yeah. thought it was a dick joke. Oh, oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> So, so, so just just take take a sharpie and mark out the have. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. Yeah. I thought I might. Yeah, I gotta have that. That would be cool to to like. Uh, I think I think I may have to do that. Maybe I shouldn't have posted my damn phone number right after you put them damn shirts on there. <laughs> 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 Kenny's gonna go. What the? And I have one more on the next order. I I just bought two. <clears throat> Dang! Dang! Is that your batteries for the? Uh, yeah. Boost so I so I just got four in from eBay because a guy had them for thirty dollars. Buy it now for four of them, and I was like, I'll take it. Done. I'll let you know when I finish all all of them and it's still in one piece. <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's not the lack of batteries, it's the lack of skill. Challenge that, for twenty twenty three. Yeah. Fly Get the goose down all the batteries without crashing. Fifteen flights. That's a lot. 